0: Mind, body, spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called Extremely Frightening and Upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple+. Plus.
1: Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about, all from the comfort of your home? at bite.com That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
2: Proud members of the Podbelly Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit.
3: Why not? Too scared?
2: No. No, it's just what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. happy
1: birthday we're recording on kim's actual real birthday today my day
2: of birth it's also krampusnugt is that how you say it krampusnugt
1: no i think that's exact honestly like i think that that was perfect (laughs) i it's krampus day uh, night oh night night in german is nacht
2: Krampus knocked. Yeah,
1: something like that. Yeah, uh, I don't know what it means
2: Krampus. that I was born the day of Krampus. Uh, uh, it means don't fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, except that I, I'm a demon. Yeah, I think
1: that that's pretty so, clear what yeah, that means. I yeah. Happy birthday!
2: Thank um, you. Gina
1: holds out. Tits up. Ooh, yum! Thank you, Screwball, for our sponsorship. <laughs> um I'm just manifesting we that love just putting it your out there. peanut
2: butter whiskey yep and we're so excited that you're our sponsor of yeah. our podcast yeah
1: thank you thank you we can't wait to get that that check from you <laughs> screwball whiskey <laughs> peanut butter whiskey won't this taste so good we should do like another oh well we're recording another episode after this with that cake it's like yes. a, it's like a chocolatey chocolate cake with mm. peanut butter whiskey get out of here Katherine gave me a cake
2: she sang mm-hmm. to me with candles and she gave me some amazing little presents I did I love
1: and I tried to film her opening those presents and instead <laughs> just took a series of a dozen pictures cuz I'm 98 years old
3: <laughs>
2: This is this is why I don't trust her to take a picture of me nope or a video I just should like you. uh Katherine <laughs> Just get it mostly me and less of the wall. (laughs) Why and so much of the wall? I'm like, can't you just crop it?
1: (laughs) It It's a video.
2: Oh, (laughs) (laughs) not the way I do it. (laughs) It's like my face down to my chin and then all wall. I'm just meant to be in front of the camera. What can I say? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for my presence. You're welcome. And thank you to all the Sammies that reached out and said happy birthday. Yeah. Oh, it's been so great. Oh. This is my most exciting year of my life. I'm very happy and excited. I love that. I think I'm the most happy I've ever been. I... I um,
1: this podcast has really turned what could have been a very difficult purgatory-esque year into something that actually had some momentum and joy in it and uh fuck yeah like I I was doing a you know an inventory of my feelings Mm -hmm. uh going into the new year and I'm actually excited for the new year which was has not happened in the last two years yeah so I think that might have something to do with you Burns ah Mm -hmm. maybe Thanks. Um, you also are about to move into your new apartment?
2: <gasps> getting a new apartment. Which is really exciting for
1: Eric and I because <laughs> it's closer.
2: Because I'm moving closer to Kedron. <clears throat> I'm moving out of the West Side. I'm so excited. I'm getting my own place. No more roommates forever unless we're having sex. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Please don't have sex with your roommates. Wait. We need, to re- <laughs> we need to reconfigure this. Unless it is the person that you are having sex with. Yes. As opposed to roommates right. that you're oh no, yeah that's with. probably a bad saying? idea yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah yes 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 just want to clarify universe we just wanted to just clarify clarify yes
2: yeah. no I just want my person I will live with them but um yeah I'm getting a one bedroom and I love my place so much I already started moving things in and I'm it's so exciting it's so exciting for mostly me <laughs> <laughs> I literally just like drove here today with like the biggest smile on my face and just like really happy music and I was just like oh, I'm
1: just
3: really happy I really love my life so
1: much.
2: Um, yeah, that's great. I um, I don't know. Do
1: we have anything else to talk about?
2: Oh, uh, I wanted. Oh fuck, what was it called? Um, the, uh, have you watched uh on Netflix? I think it's called Haunters the art of the scare no you have to fucking I've watch it I've literally never even heard of it it's um a documentary okay i want to make sure it's haunters i know it's the art of the scare um and it's someone that i met at like one of the horror events he like directs and produces it um haunters the art of the scare oh yeah john Snitzer. And netflix
1: why were you not suggesting this to me like what like, the fuck
2: it's to the point where i desperately need to talk to you about it so uh, like it's a signed watching great Actually, i will get on it everyone it's a signed watching okay we're gonna come back two weeks from now yes and we're gonna discuss great. so everyone has two weeks go to netflix check out haunters the art of the scare it's a documentary. I must discuss it with people. Do you see this? I just wrote it down yes. for my homework. Good.
1: I'm going to do it.
2: It's an assigned watch for everyone. Should Eric
1: watch it too? Oh, yeah.
2: I yeah, know. You guys got to watch it together. Okay. I, there's just a person in it that we need to discuss. Oh, my
1: God. Oh, my God. I can't wait.
2: And uh, I don't so want to like, ruin things, but okay. I'm just like, it's bonkers.
1: This is great because it's going <sighs> to be like two weeks for you guys. Oh, no, wait. It's going to be two weeks for all of us. It's going to be two weeks for all of us because I won't get to talk to you about it until two weeks from now when we record again. So it's two weeks for all of us. Um, Great. I can't wait.
2: So, um, yeah, that's your homework, everyone. That's all I have for you. Wonderful. (laughs) Uh,
1: I don't think I have anything other than, like, personal things that nobody will care about
2: other than me. So... Yeah, I'm just consumed by moving at the moment. Um, Oh, no, here's
1: one thing that I will share because maybe it's helpful to other people. Uh, Eric and I have sort of like graduated to this new part of our couples therapy that's like really exciting. Oh. Where we have been in couples therapy for years just because we like to – we call it relationship gym. Like just, you know – um, just gotta work it out, just gotta work it out um it's not like we're having like a specific problem that we're there for um, but just recently, our therapist was like, Hey, like you guys seem to be in like a really good place. you guys have made a lot of like you know steps in terms of like how you communicate and you're doing a really great job, like just so you know I'd be comfortable with you guys being like a floater status, which is where like you Ooh, only go once a month, yeah,
2: um, That's and I great. was just like,
1: oh my god, like. I feel like
2: I need a little graduation cap. Yes, that's great. Congrats. Uh, yeah.
1: We just, we've been working like really hard at like trying to be each other's like teammates actively and not be in a relationship passively. And I. That's awesome. Yeah. And Proud so. Proud of you guys. I was really Fucking proud of us too. So for any couples out there that like, you know, don't be ashamed to like go and have a mediator help you communicate. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And like it has made Eric and my relationship
2: Totally. So much better. We're all just like raised different ways. So it's just like, exactly. Just based and we just have usually. different ways
1: of talking to each other. And like, obviously, go if you're having a problem, you know, but also you could just go mm-hmm. and it's great. Like, we have a weekly check in, and, you know, some sessions are easier or harder than others. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, we always know, like, okay, like we can deal with this with a mediator in seven days or less. Yeah. And, you know come out of it feeling better about the situation and i just yeah so. i love
2: that good job
1: yeah happy graduation to me
2: eric <laughs> i actually so because i'm moving if you guys follow me on instagram you'll see the hoardness that i'm going through <laughs> oh. i have a, i have a lot of hoarding uh i've graduated from hoarding i'm going to say she, you guys, i'm ready to let she's things go <laughs> legitimately
1: graduated from hoarding this is this is her hoarding principle that is like ready to hand her a hoarding diploma it was
2: insane some of the stuff I had yes but like and some of the stuff so my mom sent me stuff and that was like things from legit childhood from like grade school drawings and stuff like that so much and then I have stuff that has moved across the country with me and then to five different apartments over like 10 to 12 years and it's just garbage. It's just garbage. Yeah. I was like, why do I still have it? Why is this in a box right now? This is garbage. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like recycling so much and then donating so much and I'm just, it feels really good. But what I'm going to say is that I found, um, which actually like keep it hanging out. Like I like to keep this around just to see it. But like um, my therapist, like my old therapist, like when I graduated, she wrote me like the longest, nicest note that was just like so empowering and so, special and I I just that That is
1: definitely something you should love it that is great oh
2: fuck yeah yeah like it's just like really empowering and just beautiful um
1: I'm also I I mean it feels good
2: to graduate therapy
1: totally and speaking of graduation just so everyone is clear Kim calling some of this shit garbage is indicative of how far she has come because when we first started de-hoarding her place <laughs> i was the one who genuinely had to say explain to me why this isn't trash tell me how this isn't a box of trash under and then, your bed
2: yeah there was even things like that whole box that you had to come over years ago not even that many years ago, maybe no, two, like two, yeah, yeah. Like I know I was a big hoarder back in the day. Yeah. It, what's funny, actually, like in the card that my therapist wrote me, she's like, "You're not that person that puts a blanket over everything anymore." <gasps> oh, like she like not. knows what I do. You know, um, there's not a blanket in sight no. around you. And um, I think this all has to go together. Is that I'm just like taking the blankets off and throwing shit away. I fucking. Um, love it. But yeah, you like get ready to come over to like help me organize my trash. I just like <laughs> to keep memories. I have a real thing with keeping, like, just every, like, stub from every ticket I've ever had to anything we've ever gone to. Mm -hmm. But then, like, half the time I look back and I'm like, I don't really remember this or what it was. So, like, that whole box, basically, I, like, threw it away. Kim!
1: Oh my God, I'm so,
2: I'm so proud of you. And like every card that anyone has ever given me, I just keep, but I'm just like, I don't need
1: to, I don't need this. <laughs> Especially in the time of like, just for any hoarders out there, in the time of digitizing, um, you can take pictures of shit. I did
2: take a of a bunch of things and I kept like a couple things, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I would like go through and be like, all right, I'm going to keep like one of this thing, you yeah. know, yeah, like special cards from my mom or like things for my grandma
1: right exactly
2: but like yeah
1: I <laughs> <laughs> did I ever tell you like I think I sent it to you I made like a like a a dehoarding checklist for my mom no that was like steps to like assessing something right and um I like color-coded it and all this stuff and like had like little mantras for like each step where I right. was like Because so much of it is obviously what you're talking about, like sentimentality. So you're like, I feel like I'm... Especially after my grandmother died, my mom was like, subconsciously, if I throw this thing away, that was my grandmother's, I'm throwing her Her away. away." Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'll share it on our... I'll see if I can find it. Like I took a picture of it. Yeah.
2: I did listen to Marie Kondo's book and I have to say that shit helped me.
1: Yes. And I realized when... I listened to Marie Kondo. I was like, I was like, oh, this is this was like already stuff that I was like, oh, kind good. of yeah, doing, perfect. which made me feel, um, really good because I feel like I weirdly I am surrounded by people who have hoarding oh, tendencies. Yeah. It's, like it's, you it's and Eric true. are hoardy. My mom is hoardy.
2: Yeah. Uh, as someone who's coming out the other end, I would say step one is
1: hashtag therapy (laughs) i mean it's that's the
2: ultimate step one
1: literally hashtag therapy is the first step of like birth like just hashtag you're in this world
2: now so hope you're saving up for therapy like
1: i can't yeah so maybe I'll, i'll see if i can find that and i'll share it in case there's any sammies out there who are like i don't i don't get it and it's just like two pages like so it's not a book you know if that's too much and then definitely I recommend Marie Kondo for shizzle yeah um but yeah Burns you're just like this fucking okay do you know who you are <laughs> all right in Buffy the vampire slayer Sarah Michelle Gellar Allison Hannigan uh Willow played by Allison Hannigan goes through like a lot of stuff becoming a witch mm-hmm. the final season the final episode she has to like invoke all of her power which previously frightened her because she got drunk with power in season six and actually Mm -hmm. became the big bad of season six so it was like really scary for her to be like the nuclear secret weapon of season seven but she had done so much work on herself ah I'm tearing up she'd done (laughs) so much work on herself that when she like invoked this like the most powerful spell that she'd ever ever had to do and she was so scared she became this like being of white light to the point where like her hair literally turned white Mm. and the power that she was invoking rather than like draining her like turned her into this ascended being and i feel like that's you thanks (laughs) ketters you're welcome (laughs) now we have to watch that episode after we record because it's the best Okay, so now that we've done all this.
2: (laughs) Now that we've just shared our love for each other and ourselves. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, It's December. Let's talk about a movie. Let's talk about a movie. So here we go. So uh, this was the runner-up, or no, this was one of the two. I think it was like a tie at one point. uh, For those of you that joined Patreon. Patreon by December 1st or were already a Patreon member, you could vote in this poll for what our holiday lineup was going to be. This is the first in our holiday lineup. Yeah. This is the one that I think this
2: was the winner, but this we just got to winner. pick who did that. Yeah, what, exactly. So.
1: so the winner was Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yay, I'm excited. It was bananas and so great. And there are also like 4,090 sequels to it, by the by. Uh, and they they really set up the sequel at the end of this. I mean, they are like, "Hey, we're coming back coming at ya. for more." Um. So this is Silent Night, Deadly Night, Dead or Alive. Mom, dead. Dad, dead. Billy, dead. Ricky, dead. Mom soup—that was my abbrevi- abbreviation for Mother Superior.
2: <laughs> <laughs> mom soup is alive. Uh, nice nun. Dead.
1: Mr. Sims. Dead. Uh, Mr. Sims' assistant. Dead. Cute girl. Alive. And. Stockroom manager Andy. Dead. Okay. Uh, the only one that I. M- Ricky, you can just change your. Name. Ricky, is he dead
2: or alive? Alive. Okay. Did I get it right or wrong?
1: I don't know. I'll never know. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Christmas Eve, 1971. There is a family driving down the road. And they are listening to the radio and it's mom and dad in the front, a little boy in the back, probably seven to 10 years old, and a baby in mom's lap because it was 1971 <laughs> before car seats. Damn. It was like a crazy shot to me because I didn't ever realize that there was a time before car seats. But like <sighs> seeing an infant just in Chill the lap on. of the mom, I was like, what the Fuck is happening. Um so the little boy in the back seat is like, Mom, what time is it? And she's like, you know, it's this time. We're almost to grandpa's, so they're driving to grandpa's. And this is like the cutest kid I've ever seen. Like, I don't really have a biological clock, I've learned. I've always been waiting for it to start ticking and it just doesn't. Uh, <laughs> but this little kid, I was like, ooh, is that a is that a Tiki tock
3: that I saw <laughs> little, little,
1: little tiki Tok? nope it wasn't but he's very cute <laughs> I'll be his aunt uh, so she's uh he starts asking about uh bedtime and Santa and she's like you know Santa doesn't come until after everybody has gone to bed and so now the little kid is like worried about getting back from grandpa's before his bedtime right. because like he doesn't want to like confuse Santa it was super cute So the car is driving, and they are pulling into what we see is the Utah mental facility. Uh Uh-oh. They go in, and the doctor says to the dad, you know, I brought your father to the rec room. And it's just like an old man sitting in a chair, staring straight forward, totally vegetative.
3: Mm.
1: And the dad, meaning like the son of the old man mm-hmm. kneels down and he's like, it's me, dad, Jimmy. Mm. And Billy, who's the little boy is like, why doesn't grandpa say anything? And his dad is like, he can't, he can't hear us. And Billy is like, so then why did we come? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Valid question, Valid Billy. question,
1: Billy. So then the doctor says to the mom and dad, like, I have your father's records if you would like to, like, see what's up. So they leave Billy with vegetative grandpa. And Billy looks a little, like, nervous, mm-hmm. you know? And mom's like, don't worry, grandpa won't hurt you. And I'm like, why are we yeah. leading with that? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> why, why are we planting this fucking seed? <laughs> so the mom and dad go with the doctor. And then... Billy is left with Grandpa, and Grandpa turns and looks at Billy. Mm -hmm. Billy then yells for Mom and Dad to be like, "There's some the the vegetable moved," (laughs) and Gramps grabs him Mm -hmm. real quick and shushes him. Ooh, and he starts talking to him. Yep, (gasps) yeah, and he's a real he's a real creepy Grandpa, like real creepy. Cause he's kind of talking like this, and I'm like, "What? This is this is wildly unvegetative. This is this is purposeful and creepy." And so he's like, "You're scared, aren't you? Christmas Eve what? is the scariest night what? of the year." And I'm like, w- "Why? Why?" So he says, "You know who Santa is, don't you? I think so." And Billy's like, "He brings presents." <sighs> and then Grandpa says only to the ones who haven't been naughty to the bad ones he punishes them which i'm like i think you're mixing up krampus with santa for sure and then he's like have you been good and billy like shakes his head oh because he's like i guess i've done some bad stuff And so then grandpa says when you see santa tonight you better run for your life. What the fuck, grandpa? What the literal fuck, grandpa? <laughs> Go back to bed. Yeah. I wrote again, so cute. Oh. But I didn't. When I went back and read it, I was like, am I saying it's really cute that grandpa told him to run <laughs> for his life? <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, no, it was like this This child is- Oh, I want to a- watch him. Is adorable. Um. Like, I might be pregnant now, just from, like, how <laughs> he was. Uh, don't worry, Sammy, so I'm not pregnant. Uh, so then Grandpa starts, like, maniacally laughing. <sighs> mom and Dad start to come back out, and he stops. What the fuck? And that's when
3: uh,
1: the Mom and Dad are like, OK, Billy, we have to go now. And I'm like, OK, so you were there for 30 fucking seconds, just long enough for Grandpa to be a creep. This could have all been done in a phone call. Like, you did not have to drive there and almost miss Billy's bedtime. This was bullshit. (laughs) So um, as he's leaving, Billy says to Grandpa real quick, I'll be good from now on. I promise. Oh, baby. So now we're in the car, nighttime. They're driving home. And Mom's kind of like dozing a little bit. And Billy says, Mommy, were you ever naughty when you were little? And she's like, "Mm, sometimes, like just being cute. Mm -hmm. And then Billy says, did Santa punish you? And she's like, who gave you that idea? And he's like, Grandpa. And she's like, says to her husband, she's like, could he have talked? Like, And they're both like kind of confused, like Mm -hmm. should we call the doctor? And then Billy keeps asking like more questions about Santa, like being like freaked out, and mom, kind of loses it a little bit she's like billy calm down grandpa's nothing but a crazy old fool (laughs) and billy's like you shouldn't say that it's naughty to say bad stuff about old people (laughs) (laughs) so now we cut to a convenience store separate scene and a guy dressed as santa comes into the convenience Uh store and the clerk is like oh even santa needs whatever the fuck and just shooting the shit or whatever and then all of a sudden, the Santa pulls out a gun. Fuck! And holds up the clerk. Shit. And the clerk, we see him going for his gun, like, under the counter. Uh-huh. And he's kind of, like, stalling a little bit, like, saying, like, wow, you know, like, just being, like, even Santa is a dick or whatever he's saying. And he, like, goes to pull the gun out. Santa shoots him! <gasps> and Santa! I know! And the clerk, That's like... the Santa, I know! I know! Well... Get ready. Oh, so no. now he, the clerk like falls back, and I I had to write this. He literally falls back, and like his tongue is out, like <laughs> like a dead meme. Like he's like, <laughs> it was so fucking ridiculous. He's got like a bullet between his eyes, and he's like, <laughs> it was so funny. Um. So then the Santa leaves the convenience store, and he's like, only thirty one bucks, and I'm like, Santa, you are a you just someone for thirty one dollars. So now we're back in the car with the family. Mom's asleep and they're listening to the radio and like Christmas carols are playing and Billy's asleep. And mom sort of wakes up for a second and she's like, what is that in the road? And it's one of those areas of the road where there are no streetlights and it's just sort mm-hmm. of like brush or cornfields or whatever um, on either side. So all that you can see is whatever is in the line of the headlights. Okay so she's like there's something in the road and as they get closer they realize that it's santa with a broken down car santa and they uh they uh see that a him and he's kind of like waving his arms like in the road and like his hood is up and he's just kind of like what's going on Uh-oh. okay so question one kim what
2: what do you do? What do they do? I mean, I'm like, sorry, Santa. I'm gonna keep driving. So you just speed past? Yeah. Okay. But um, I could. Oh, we don't have cell phones, right? No, it's 1971. <laughs> 71. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, sorry, but like, no. And I think they probably stop and help Santa. <laughs> Oh my god.
1: Guys, I'm really struggling
2: today. Get your stuff. A tough time. I mean,
1: really am having a tough time with my mic st- stand and all kinds of things. I'm just getting bonked oh, in the shit. head and just, forgot the bell. Yeah, I forgot the, the mic bell. stand on our head. It's just really a tough <laughs> day. So, here we go. One ding. Yay. No, I'm sorry. Two dings. Woo. Uh they stop. Uh, And this is one of those instances where I'm like, wow, you're a real dick, Kim, for not slowing down, but you're alive. So great. (laughs) And that was the correct choice. (laughs) Um, So
2: sorry, Santa. I, I tried
1: to like think of things where I was like, Kim's like a good person. So like there's a scenario where she would stop. So like, how could she stop and like still stay alive? And I'm curious after you hear what happens, like if you think of something I, I don't think there is okay. but
2: you know it's S- funny though I was like I was kind of thinking I forgot that it's like oh I would be like as the family yeah um because I was like oh if I'm I was thinking of like me driving by myself and I was like 100% not stopping right Sorry, well
1: dude. yes so. of course so Billy sees that the car is slowing down to help Santa and he starts freaking out and he starts being like Don't, don't stop. Don't pull over. What did you do this year? Right? And so he's he's like freaking out. And so did you murder? Yeah. (laughs) And so they pull over and they ask what's wrong. And Santa comes up to the window and he's like, lousy luck, you know, just broke down. And then we see that he pulls out a gun. (gasps) Santa. And the dad sees it. And so he like slams on the gas but santa like shoots him through (gasps) the window and so he like swerves and the car like goes into a ditch. oh my god so then santa comes up to the car and he pulls the dad out who's already like shot but like shoots him in the head and so it's just like his dad like (gasps) on the ground hanging out of the car Billy then gets out of the car and starts just running.
2: Oh, baby.
1: The baby is obviously crying. And then Santa pulls. What's the mom doing? Oh, okay. She, then, because Santa then pulls mom out of the car. Okay. And he like throws her on the ground. And this is where I'm like. This is a 19.
2: Where's the baby at?
1: <laughs> like she kind of like, it's still in the front seat. Like I guess just, Santa allowed her to like just place
2: like him. Placed it on the, yeah. the glove compartment. I, yes.
1: <laughs> she, she put the baby in the glove compartment real quick. And he pulls her out. This is your out. new home, baby. You're a glove compartment baby now. Good luck.
2: <laughs> Don't be naughty. <laughs>
1: so Santa throws her on the ground and like, immediately rips her shirt open Ah, and it's like seven days yeah tits boobs all over the place whatever yeah today what when is it all the days all the boobs (laughs) and she fucking. i don't know let me see santa's dick yeah where's your dick santa let me that let's see some fucking rain dick oh (laughs) goodbye yeah i was trying to do like reindeer that was bad i'm sure there's another dick christmas pun in there i'll let you know when i think of it Dick the Halls. <laughs> dick the Halls? That was great! Oh, was it? I wasn't sure. Could, that one could have gone either way. No, no, no. I mean, it's one that will like, we'll continue workshopping, right, but like, yeah. it's the first one where we're like, hey, we're on to something. All right. Sweet. Certainly better than Rain Dick. Jingle Balls? Jingle Balls. Bo- you guys, Kim's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's is my birthday! On fire! Uh, okay, so... He rips her shirt open. It's (laughs) my birthday. Can I I move on? Can I? May I? May I continue? We have boobs to talk about. Uh, Please. (laughs) Okay. So he rips her shirt open. She slaps him. And... Yeah. Curse slap. Curse slap. We we are getting some fucking onomatopoeia Foley sounds from Kim Burns over here today. Happy birthday to us, actually. Because this is a gift. So... He slaps her back, and then we (laughs) see him pull out a knife and put it to her throat. It then cuts to Billy watching this from, like, the shrubbery on the side of the road. What did you do, Billy? What did you do? You did something that is making Santa punish everybody. Very naughty. So then Santa starts yelling for Billy in the brush and billy's hiding the dad's dead the baby is crying the mom's boobs are out <laughs> <laughs> and also she's dead oh okay right <laughs> but it's Kinda the 70s that part so you, well like the <laughs> emphasis of the camera work was very much on her breasts being okay. out rather than the ending of her life
2: okay i mean you got to focus on the most important things exactly. obviously her boobs over her life, Her obviously. boobs over her life.
1: So cut to St. Mary's Home for Orphan Children. We like see the sign. 1974. Mm. So it's three years later. Okay. Nuns in the classroom. So like this orphanage is like school as well. And it's a bunch of nuns. And w- the nun who's at the front of the classroom says, okay, Billy, it's your turn to share your drawing. And Billy's like, oh, okay, like, um, here it is. So he, like, goes to put it up on the board. And one of the little girls is like, oh! she's like, sister, look. The nun looks, grabs the the drawing, and sends him to Mother Superior. And we then are in Mother Superior's office. And we see her looking at the drawing. And it's a drawing of Stan- Stanta? Stanta stabbed. Like a dozen times, like knives coming out of him, and a beheaded reindeer, and valid, yeah. I mean, good yes. for you, Billy. Yeah, <laughs> and so Mom Soup is like, I don't think you're sorry. So go to your room forever. Like she's a real bitch. Like she's like, this is unacceptable. Blah blah blah. Um. So sounds pretty spot on, right? So Billy's like, okay, and like you can tell that not only is he like sorry, but there also might be a little bit of, like, a lack of understanding Mm. of why he's in trouble. Trouble. Like, he Mm -hmm, hasn't mm -hmm. – something has not been processed, clearly. Gotcha. And then we learn that there was another nun in the the office with Mom Soup, and she's like, I told you he has all of this, like, terrible stuff living inside of him, you know? And, like, he gets worse – every year, like the closer we get to Christmas mm. and mom soup is like, you're dumb. His memories just need to be like trained out of him. What, what? I'm going to deal what with is, it myself. What, what the fuck? Like basically she's just like, she's not
2: hashtag therapy. She's Clearly.
1: hashtag corporal punishment and like beating the, <laughs>
2: will beat the memories out, out of, you. of you. Pretty Good much. With that. Yeah.
1: So the other nun is like, compassion though like because it's gonna come out Mm -hmm. some way we could like work on it so it doesn't come out sideways right and mom soup is like good day (laughs) (laughs) so now we cut to kids playing outside of the building like in the snow and billy is looking out his window at all the kids playing nice nun comes up to his room and tells him to come outside and help them build a snowman and Billy is like I can't and he's super reluctant because mom's soup was like stay in your room forever but nice nun is like no you know I think you should come out like basically saying like I'm telling you it's okay therefore Mm -hmm. it's okay so he agrees nice nun leaves because he's like putting on his coat and his scarf so then he walks out by himself and he hears like moaning or grunting of some Mm -hmm. kind. And so he starts walking down the hallway, trying to like figure out what, what the sound is. And he goes looking for it and he finds a door behind which is where he can tell the sounds are coming from. So he looks through the keyhole and it's two naked people boning And it's a very like sexy montage of up close skin and hands (laughs) on body parts. Lots of real close nipple shots. (laughs) And like hands on the female nipple. So, if those of you are keeping track, Sammy's, we now have two sets of boobs we've seen great in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Fantastic. And As we see, like, hand-on boob, we see a flashback to mom boobs as Billy is watching. Okay. So now here comes... So he's looking through the keyhole. Here comes mom soup. Uh Uh-uh. She pushes Billy out of the way and busts into the room. Uh Uh-uh. And the two, like, lovebirds are like... And so she's like, you're gonna pay... So she pulls the belt out of the dude's pants that are, like, sitting on the whatever Uh and starts whipping them with a belt. Ker-slap. Ker-slap. Jeez. Over and over and over again. Whoops. So now, Billy has, like, a really healthy understanding of sex. Obviously. Oh, no. So we got so super healthy understanding of Santa and what he represents. Right. Really great sense of family and who he is as a person and then an extremely healthy well adjusted idea of what sex is. Fantastic. So he's looking great. Great. <laughs> so now we cut to Billy outside with the other kids. Like he clearly like ran, you know ran outside while there was corporal punishment going
2: on. Do we think that was a nun?
1: That was fucking See, it's an orphanage. So it could be it could have been like two orphans under the age of 18, but that looked like Oh. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um w- because later in the movie you'll hear why I think that because okay. initially I was like I actually don't know. Like is that a priest and a nun? Because mm-hmm. they looked really young but like old enough to be fucking, for sure. Uh so not sure. Okay. So Cut to Billy outside with the kids. Billy walks over to another little kid, and we realize this is brother brother Ricky, like, who was the baby oh, at the time. So he's in the orphanage, too. Baby. So Mom Soup is like, get over here. And another little kid who's, like, building a snowman with baby Ricky is like, your brother's a nutcase. So we, we now see, like, Ricky has a loyalty to his brother for sure. Billy is, like, the weirdo. Right. Definitely. But also, like, doesn't appear to be a a dick as of yet. He seems actually like a really sweet little boy. He's just fucked up. He's just fucked up. Watch just watched his parents get murdered. I don't know why, though. Like, why really? is he... So weird. It was weird. So...
2: It's like that glove compartment
1: baby's doing great. I know. Glove compartment baby is great. Um, so and live living his life. Yeah. I mean, weirdly, he like has to sleep in a glove compartment. But, you know. So Mom Soup asks Billy what he saw and if he knows what they were doing. And he says no. So Mom Soup says what they were doing was very naughty. And oh. they thought that they wouldn't be caught. But when we're naughty, we're always caught, and punishment is necessary and final and all that shit.
2: I'm concerned.
1: She tells him it was naughty to leave his room. So now, listen to all these this messaging, like the pedagogy. Naughty. This pedagogy of this orphanage is just not up to snuff with making sure a child does not turn out to be a murderer. Honestly, <laughs> so the nice nun is now looking really guilty and I'm like you kind of should bitch like you told like you know you know what kind of lady mom soup is and you kind of set him up for failure honestly so she was just trying to help so now we cut to Billy in his room getting whipped with a belt oh no Billy then mom soup tells him He has to go to bed and stay there forever. So it's like fucking bright light, daylight outside. And he's like, yes, I'm going to bed. So now I'll adopt you, Billy. uh, Let's wait a minute. (laughs) So now it's night nighttime at the orphanage. And Billy is like tossing and turning. He's having a bad dream. And it looks like he's in the bottom bunk and Ricky's in the top bunk. Flashback to killer Santa night. His dad's dead face. Waking up screaming, mom's boobs, (laughs) (laughs) runs out of the room, and mom soup grabs him. Cut to him, tied to his bedpost by his wrists. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Corporal punishment in like, I've always been curious because you- You were taught by nuns, correct? Yeah. I mean, obviously, it wasn't in, like, the 70s and 80s. Yeah. We didn't have any of that. But, like, the people that are a couple generations older than us say that, like, nuns were fucking savage. Yeah. Like, even Eric was taught by nuns and like they did this one thing that i thought was like super fucked up like they didn't like beat him or anything but like he had a really messy desk i don't know if you can imagine right (laughs) uh but like a really really messy desk which is like clearly this is a kid who's like scattered and like doesn't know how to organize and like that's what we would see but instead the nun picked up his entire desk walked it out to the hallway and dumped it out on the ground and so when the bell rang eric is there like trying to pick up all of his stuff as like kids are walking by so like shit like that where i'm just like is this what and then other people i've heard where they're like they would get slapped with rulers and shit
2: people talk about that a lot like getting hit with a ruler like on the hand especially is that was was that a thing thing? um i mean it might have been but just not at my school but we were like pretty progressive i think just because of being in like philly we're like in a big city you know yeah i think as far as i can tell because like we had altar girls oh so that only started that only started like when i was in sixth grade or something like that Mm -hmm. um like i could have been an altar girl i wasn't but um
1: that's real progressive that's great so
2: yeah like but i like I mean, obviously, I was a really good ki- like student, and like a good kid, so like yeah. it wouldn't have happened to me anyway. But you would have seen or known. I know, which is why I like can't. But it's like it might have just not made an impression yeah. if I saw it someone else. I really don't think so. Like I don't recall that yeah. at all.
1: I also think like we went to school in like a time where like it it was pretty common knowledge like you can't beat kids mm-hmm. uh, ish. I don't know. Sammy's like transitioning, tell, like maybe. Yeah. Tell Tell us <laughs> about, about your,
2: your nun yeah, experiences. Did get hit by a nun? Yeah. Like, we did have to do things where it'd be, like, we had to, like, measure our skirts a lot. Like, yes. we'd have to go into the hallway and kneel on the ground. Oh, and oh our skirt was supposed to touch the ground. Oh, God. Things like that.
1: The sim. Oh. Um,
2: that's just... But that's, like, the most I can remember of, like, yeah. something along those lines.
1: Yeah. I just... I mean, I won't go into it. Maybe we'll talk. Let's, you know what I would like to do? Let's mark this. I would like to have a couple conversations about, like, Catholic school in a postmortem of just, like, Sammy's, if you want to, like, tell us about your, like, Catholic school. Horror experiences. Horror experiences. (laughs) Because yours is the only time I've heard about, like, a quote-unquote, progressive Mm -hmm. non-experience everyone else is like
2: yeah and I was like taught the big bang theory by a nun right so like which we know people
1: that were not yeah that are our same age like I was taught science yeah by a nun yeah that's I feel like you went to a tell it I want to hear about this so Sammy's tell us about your Nun experiences <laughs>
3: no.
1: or pre experiences, like Ooh. i uh, well maybe not i mean if you want to share if you want but probably support? hashtag therapy for that one right yeah uh what am i talking about um i think a movie great okay <laughs> there must be nuns involved yeah there must be no oh involved. he's getting beat yeah he's okay so
3: or no he's tied up he's tied yeah okay so he's tied this bullshit.
1: To the bed. Uh, and then Nice Nun is there too and feels so bad, but like leaves him there. Uh the other kids were like watching, like Jesus. seeing what they were doing. And then when mom soup turns around, they like all scatter. So like everyone's mm-hmm. scared of mom soup. But then I also there the nuns are in like bathrobes. So I realized I had a belief that I don't think was true i thought witches. nuns had like jammy
2: wimples <laughs> i'm sorry what like i jammy wimples yeah like their
1: wimple that they have to wear i just assume that like they had like a like a pajama wimple that, that also the covered piece? their hair
2: and like is that called a wimple i thought you were just making up a word no it's called a wimple yeah I feel like we have this conversation every every episode, episode cuz now Petrin you're making me says doubt yourself. a word and I'm like what is that word? It I even involves things that I have more things to do with. I can't reach my phone. Please with. look up wimple. <laughs> it just sounds like made up words. I th- I literally thought you were just being like no a pajama wimple. No. <laughs>
0: and I was like word. interesting.
2: <laughs> I believe you like you're good at words no but you make me
1: doubt myself so now i need to know what i'm talking about
2: a cloth headdress covering the head neck and sides of the face formerly worn by women and still worn by some nuns yep
1: yeah
2: so oh i, I just assumed but like the full thing
1: yeah so i just assumed that like no they take their hair down sometimes they take their hair down okay They so, take their hair down. so they were just in like normal people like jammies like old lady jammies um so i like i saw like mom soups hair yeah. it was scandalous anyway wimples cut, wimples cut to christmas morning all the kids are opening gifts and mom soup says to nice nun i see nothing but greed where there should only be gratitude and i'm like bitch you mom bought these
2: presents soup. like get over yourself so. yeah
1: so she asks mom soup asks billy if he's ready to behave and he says he, he gotcha. is and so he can go get his present. Ugh. I'm nervous because I'm like, did mom soup just give him like a bag of coal? Like that's fucked. But nothing happens. He appears to go under the tree and have a present and opens it and is happy with the other kids. So Good. yeah. So <sighs> So now Mom Soup and i so nice mad nun- at her. Oh, you should be. She's a stone cold bitch so mom soup and nice nun are talking and nice nun is like you know he'll get better after christmas he always does and mom soup is like you'll see that my methods will work will they he will sit on santa's lap and he will behave why the fuck do you need that why the fuck do you care like why Why do you need him to sit on santa's lap Like it's just a it's just a power grab. Like she just wants discipline ab- above all else, I guess. So cut to mom soup dragging him in to sit on Santa's. Santa killed lap. his parents and yeah. he watched. Yes. So also why why are we sitting on Santa's lap after you've already opened your Christmas presents? Yeah, that is weird. Like
2: it's to show your gratitude. I
1: guess. Like I <laughs> guess like we have two Santa sitting situations. One is to say give me this and the other is to say thank you. Gratitude
2: over greed. I
1: guess. So
2: no soup for you. No
1: soup for you. So he's screaming. Oh, <laughs> he's put on Santa's lap and he Punches Santa in the face. Oh
3: my god!
1: (laughs) And then runs out of the room.
2: Poor thing.
3: That's traumatizing. Poor
1: thing. So he runs up to his room and he's like crouching in the corner in like (sighs) the fetal position, and he's just like, "I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be naughty." Oh my god. My heart. heart. It's heartbreaking. My heart. And then all we hear is someone say, "William." And a freeze frame on his scared face. So. My little hearth is breaking. I know. (laughs) So now we cut to spring 1984. Ten years later. We're at a toy store. (sighs) And we hear nice nun saying, please, can you give him a job? We've been everywhere else in town. And the toy shop keeper is like this isn't a job for children like I need people to be like hauling boxes and shit especially for like the hall like this is a big deal this is a lot of work and she's like I imagine it wouldn't be a job for a child Billy come can you come in here and then we get a slow pan up starting at the feet. And I'm like, glow up. <laughs> he's got some fucking rolled up short sleeves. So Ooh, we got them yeah. biceps on display. And he's got some nice fitting jeans. And it's just, I mean.
2: You can dick my halls. Yeah. Yup.
1: <laughs> and he's of age, we learn. So great. Uh, oh, so good, 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 good. Fucking glow up. <laughs> uh which makes i uh, this doesn't give anything away but like i realized what was happening is like he now has turned 18 so like he's not in the ju- jurisdiction of the orphanage but like right. nice nun is trying to be like mm. let me get like you a job him, yeah. but then when the nun comes in being like i have an orphan who needs a job right. they're like the toy maker right so toy dude like sees him and is like in that case he starts on monday i could use those biceps hey. um So then we have this montage of Billy helping customers and just being so good and helpful and really strong and lifting all these heavy boxes. And he's just helping all these people like grab stuff from the tallest shelf there is. And it's so helpful. And then we have stockroom guy who offers him a Jameson. And Billy is like, no, thanks. I got my milk. And I was like, red flag number one. (laughs) Uh, And the montage is like over this. Really? I feel like the movie must have had some deal with a very specific singer that's singing like these very sort of like. (laughs) poppy slash countryish ish 70s songs. And oh, so it's a song about, like, it's always Christmas on the warm side of the door, something along those lines. <laughs> and so it's this, like, nice little <laughs> montage of, like, you're so helpful and you're the best and you're working in a toy store and, oh, my gosh, aren't you the cutest? And then mm. they unfurl a Christmas banner. And at the very end is Santa's face. And we see Billy's face get real nervous. Uh Uh-oh. Cut to... We see Billy admiring a pretty girl who also, like, works on the sales floor of the toy store. And... Then the stockroom guy, like, so Billy's like admiring the cute girl, like, looking through the door of the stockroom, like, just mm-hmm. kind of watching her help people. And then the stockroom guy comes up and is like, "What the fuck are you looking at?" And Billy turns to him and is like, "You really shouldn't talk like that." And the stockroom guy is like, "Excuse me, Ann Landers." <laughs> 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 and he's like what's wrong with you like <laughs> just, just guys I'm if just you like, don't know who like ann landers is, like i
2: like barely know I barely yeah it it's just it was like dear something no that's abby dear abby dear
1: abby but like ann landers was dear like Anders. similar i think <laughs> yeah. i don't know like i remember my like grandma talking about like ann landers it was like it was definitely like a column in a newspaper yeah for sure <laughs> Um, teeny tiny Funny little reference. sammies go google Ann Landers I guess so he's like what's wrong with you he's like you've been fine like for a few months and now you've got this attitude and I just catch you like staring off into space and like not getting your work done Mm-mm. but but stockroom Andy's like being a dick about it like okay. it sounds like he has like legitimate complaints but is being a douche about it and, yeah. and he really is like presented as like a douchemeister for right. sure. So then Billy turns to him, he's like, oh, I don't care about my fucking work.
2: And I was oh, like,
3: Whoa, I thought you didn't use
2: language like that.
1: You Ann know Landers
2: would not approve.
1: He was driven, he was driven to the precipice, I guess. Mm. So he storms out. And as he storms out, there's Santa. Mm. He's on a sleigh in the store saying Merry Christmas. As he sees Santa, we get a flashback to Santa with a knife looking Mm. for Billy in the bushes. Billy, then we're back in the store. Billy backs up and he like falls into like a ball display. Do you remember those things in toy stores where it was like a big cage of bouncy Um, balls? Yes. I fucking love those, love. and I just wanted to like jump in them. Yeah, didn't you? Uh, So he falls into the one into I one feel of like those. I would
2: just bounce a ball around like the whole time oh I was God. at the store. It was the best, just, and like, you could kind like, of like you could like gonna pull play it. with this while I'm
1: here. Yeah, because like the cage was like made of like like elastic, so you could like pull one out. Yeah, oh, it was the best. So he knocks those over, and the cute girl that he was looking at. Like comes over and asks if he's okay, and she's like real, like really sweet to him. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, oh, d- uh, like I'll clean this up. Like don't, you're don't worry about
2: it. This really feels similar to Elf for me. Mm-hmm. It just feels like the same movie as Elf.
1: You know what? Why don't you just sit tight and reassess <laughs> that in a f- in a little bit, okay? So <laughs> That's what I'm getting, yeah. So he walks off like all fucked up, uh, into the into the stock room. And he has now a flashback to the people boning. So it's like he's got two very separate detrimental flashbacks happening. Obviously, the murder of his entire family. And then he's got this, like, he probably gets, like, a little penis feeling when she comes around. And his penis feeling is associated with watching these people do, like, whatever that guy was doing with his penis and then getting beat for it. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, it's... and. lord knows like the nuns aren't teaching him about like sexual health and masturbation and all that kind of stuff so he's just like what is his penis feeling it makes me feel like i want to do that thing that i saw that guy doing with that girl but i'm gonna get beat with a belt about it it's i mean guys hashtag therapy so flashback to people boning it's a (laughs) I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it was a nice little montage of hands and skin and butts and boobs. Like I and kissing. Like I wasn't not like I wasn't not into it. It was it was okay. nice. So <laughs> then Santa, uh, knife, ah. slices all the way down his side, and we realize that in the montage was not the people he saw boning, it was him and Toy store, toy store girl. Like he had replaced in his brain, him having sexy times with toy store girl. Okay. and in his mind, Santa comes in and slices him. him. Okay, lots of stuff going on in oh, poor little wow. Billy's brain. So, lot to unpack. Lot to unpack. So Billy wakes up screaming because we realized this is like a dream that he had been having, and he in his own room, backs up into a corner and is just like, I want to be good. I want to be good. I want to be good. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my Lord. Oh God. Now we cut to the toy store again. And uh, Mr. Sims's assistant. So Mr. Sims is the owner of the toy store. Uh, I learned later his name is Ira Sims. She's like his right hand lady and the work and she's like our Santa broke his leg so we need a Santa and Mr. Sims is like well call the temp agency and uh worker lady is like well the temp agency only has women what kind of sexist bullshit is that I couldn't even unpack how that was sexist but it felt sexist <laughs> <laughs> like it just felt I was like my fucking sexist porcupine needles are are prickling <laughs> but i don't know why but i know it's there (laughs) and so uh you know that his worker lady is like we need a man cut to stockroom stockroom manager is in there with billy i feel like i see where this is going yeah and he's giving billy a talking to because he's like that fucking disappearing act yesterday wasn't cool asshole mr sims then comes in And is like, Billy, we need your help. Cut to Billy in a mirror with a Santa suit on. Oh, no. (sighs) Oh, no. Mr. Sims and his assistant are like, You look great. Try not to scare the kids. (laughs) I'm like, Again, why are we planting seeds that don't need to be there? (laughs) We don't need to plant these seeds. So. Cut to Billy as Santa, sitting in his Santa throne with a little girl on his lap. And she will not stop squirming, like, trying to get away from him. And we just hear him whispering to her so that, like, the parents can't hear, Stop it. Just stop it. Just be still. You're being naughty. And if you don't stop being naughty, I will have to punish you. And as she says that, she immediately sits very fucking still. So now we've created another child with a fucking Santa (laughs) complex. Uh, Super terrified and still. And he like hands her a candy cane and she just like slowly gets off his lap and walks back to her mom holding a candy cane with a scared face. And the moms that are standing in line are like, wow, he sure knows how to handle kids. (laughs) I was like, oh God, the 70s and 80s. So... Now we cut to the stock room and the stock manager picks up the phone and he's like, oh, Billy? Billy's not here. He's uh playing Santa. We then see the other person on the line is Nice Nun calling to see how Billy's doing. And she hangs up the phone and she's like, fuck, this is not good. Yeah, think? Yeah. So now Nice Nun is like, Th- th- this is going to be triggering. Cut to Mr. Sims locking the door from the inside, and he's like, It's seven o'clock. It's over. Time to get shit faced. Cause it's like clearly mm-hmm. Christmas mm-hmm. Eve. Yeah. And all the employees are still there, and they're going to have like a little office party. Uh, side note lamest office party I've ever seen in my life. It's like four people, womp and they're just womp. standing around. Uh, and the cute girl says to billy she's like santa come join the party and mr sims gives billy santa a drink of jameson and billy clearly doesn't drink has never had a drink and mr sims just says stick with me kid by the end of this party you'll think you are santa Ah, dun, dun, dun! Ah, foreshadowing. That is what we call foreshadowing. So, now we cut to the lamest holiday party ever. Just four people. There's no music even. They're oh, creating their own music and they're singing carols just together. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. So then we see.
2: God rest ye ye merry gentlemen, nothing you dismay.
1: But like drunk, you know. Yes, merry gentlemen, Rudolph the red
2: nosed reindeer. reindeer. (laughs) Did you listen back to our um, last episode? The one where we sing the uh, what the review? What is happening? Is it the last episode? No. We sang the reviews. Oh no, that was before that. I it sounded exactly it like Jingle It didn't sound anything like Jingle Bells. <laughs> it sounded exactly. You, never like cha- jingle you know bells. what happened is you never changed um notes. Because it isn't. If you play it on the piano, it's jingle bells,
1: jingle bells. It doesn't change notes. I will have I will have Eric play jingle bells for you when we get home. Sammy's, we will film it. Okay? Do not let me forget, we will film it. God damn it. Square traveler,
2: square traveler.
1: <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait to film you being wrong. Hopefully I figure out how to use my camera and don't it just take a series of pictures. Of, like, jingle
2: bells. <laughs> I think I like tried it on my own later and I was like, even if you don't change notes, there's still a different way. Okay. Square traveler, square, square traveler, square traveler. Square traveler, traveler. But you just went, square traveler, square traveler, square traveler. That's what you did.
1: (laughs) I sounded great.
2: So that's what they were doing at their party. Yep, that's what they were doing. (laughs) So then
1: we see. So they're all having a lame party. And then we see cute girl go off with stockroom Andy.
3: (gasps) Oh, no.
1: And Billy sees this. And then he kind of like walks over and just sees them like making out in one of the aisles of toys. Oh, no. Sims comes up. Mr. Sims comes up to Billy Santa wasted, and he's like, "What should you do, Santa?" <laughs> and <laughs> and Billy's like, "Just thinking about my parents." <laughs> oh God! And Mr. Sims is like, "That's what you should be thinking about. You should be thinking about parents <laughs> and." presents and he's
2: like oh i'm such an idiot your parents are dead it's probably not good to think about those your drug characters are my favorite characters that exist (laughs) thank you so (laughs) hey look it's a dog
1: (laughs) i mean i've had a lot of practice so (laughs) um so sims is mr sims is like like sort of remembers that they're dead and he's like Hey, Santa, you better go start Chris's job. <laughs> got to deliver all those presents to those kids. Go get them, Santa. And he walks away. Cut to stockroom manager Andy uh, bringing the cute girl into the stockroom. And cute girl is like, if you have a present for me, why didn't you just bring it out with everyone else? And he says, this is a present not everyone can see.
2: Because no, it's in my pants. It's
1: in my pants. It's a Christmas penis. So he's like, it's right back there. You're going to love it. And I'm like, that's nah, presumptuous. You know, maybe. Anyway, Billy is watching this whole thing. Uh, cut back to Sims and his assistant uh, singing silly carols about... Uh, Santa and naughty girls and boys and Santa watching like uh, it was a carol that I've heard before but like I couldn't tell you what it is but it's definitely more focusing on like Santa is watching you <laughs> right <laughs> and be good about it that was definitely like the focus this clearly of clearly the
2: moral of this movie <laughs> yeah
1: so blah 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 they're very very drunk and they don't notice Billy Santa like going back into the stock room so in the stockroom we hear cute girl is telling stockroom Andy to stop mm. and he won't
3: mm. and Billy is kind of like looking around
1: some boxes and he sees Andy rip open her sweater <gasps> This is if you're keeping count Sandy Sammy's this is the third pair of boobs we've seen Zero
2: pairs of z- bald dicks.
1: Zero pairs of bald dicks. So she slaps him. So now we have shirt ripped open, Good. slap, which is an exact replica oh. of what he saw happen to his mom. Right. And then Andy goes, you goddamn
2: little bitch. Fuck you, motherfucker.
1: This was like a full-blown rape scene. Like, it was... Very upsetting. And I think I hope
2: Santa kills you.
1: Yeah. Side note, I think one of the most upsetting things about like how rape scenes were done back in the day, it was very like the women didn't really fight back in a Mm -hmm. way that was realistic. It was more like chest pounding. Right. And I'm like, can we like film some bitches like fighting? Right. You know? Anyway, so you goddamn little bitch, Andy pushes her down. Billy is now having a full fucking flashback as this is happening. Mm -hmm. And we now actually are watching Santa slit mom's throat. Previously, the flashback had been from the perspective of Billy watching Santa slit her throat. Now we're slitting mom's throat like as Santa in the flashback. Mm -hmm. And watching the whole thing as this rape is happening, Billy's face suddenly changes. It's no longer like a scared face. It's something else on his face. Mm-hmm. He starts slowly walking over to them and then yells, naughty. And he pulls Andy off of him, wraps Christmas lights around his neck and lifts him with one hand by his Christmas light. Okay. And it's just standing there and kills him. And I was just like. Are you Hulk? What is happening? I mean, I guess they did set up his like super glow up biceps,
2: but
1: he's literally just holding him with one hand and
2: up in the air. That's one way to kill someone.
1: You know. So now I'm gonna do it. I got you, girl. Look at this
2: gun show over (laughs) here.
1: (laughs) Fucking gun you guys, (laughs) you don't even know the gun show I'm looking at right now. So now he's now Stocker Mandy is dead good riddance
2: yeah honestly okay with it
1: my question to you is kim burns yes what does cute girl do and what do you
2: do uh well that's a tough one i think um okay here's the thing i did not want to be around stockroom andy anymore no and i'm cool with him dying but i don't know that i want to be around like Murder, murder guy, Santa. either. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna get the fuck out of there.
1: Okay. What does she do?
2: This is interesting. Because it's like, when are we? When are we? You know what? Oh, damn in distress do no
1: in the '80s. Does she cover her breasts? Of course, breasts are, a flying. are a
2: flying. Um. Okay. I think. That she, I'm going to say she runs out as well. Breast of flying. You got the breast of flying correct.
1: <laughs> uh, and you would be alive. She does not run away. And she's just like, you're crazy. Get away from me. Boobs flopping everywhere. And Billy gets real mad and like kind of like comes towards her. She hits him. He pulls out a knife, stabs her in the gut, and then cuts up to her boobs. Oof. Just so we got another shot of her boobs. Right. Uh, Dead. Mr. Sims now hears something in his drunken state in the stockroom. So he goes back to the stockroom, and we also see Santa boots skulking around in the stockroom. Sims comes in. Hello? Hello? Billy Santa with a hammer. Sims looking. ah! (laughs) Hammer smash. Pointy side.
3: Ooh.
1: Yeah. Which, you know, I think we've talked about this millions of episodes ago. I prefer pointy side hammer death to blunt side hammer death. Because I feel like it's quicker.
2: I was going to say... It if I if it's gonna be death for sure, right? Probably pointy side, yeah. But I'm like, if I get to choose a side, I would take blunt side and hope because for it life. Might
1: be life, yeah. I hear you. So. Uh, I just get an immediate headache when I think about yeah, the. No, it's impact gonna hurt. It, yeah, it's, it's gonna not hurt gonna hurtsies, feel good. Hurt, hurt, owies. It's
2: S- like I bumped my head on the fucking Ugh. car door or ceiling, and I'm like,
1: oh, oh I'm dead. Ow, so yeah.
2: it probably feels just like that. Yeah, like I know what it feels it, like already. Totally. Yeah, so it—I think it's I can exactly handle exactly
1: it. what it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> so then, so Mr. Sims is dead. Wow, we're really just just knocking him out, knocking him out. Then we're back out in the showroom with uh Mr. Sims's assistant, and she's wasted too, and she's like, "Mr. Sims, come out here," and she's real drunk too. And then all of a sudden, all the lights go out, but all of the Christmas lights go on. So like the train or like all of the creepy Christmas toys that like just move their heads (laughs) and jingle bells. And I'm like, what kind of circuit system is this? Like (laughs) where all the lights go out, but all these creepy toys go on. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, oh, isn't this pretty? She's like, Are you hiding in there? And I'm like, Do Mr. Sims and assistant Mr. Whoa. Sims fuck? I'm pretty sure they have a yearly Christmas fuck for okay. sure. So she goes back into the stockroom and she sees Mr. Sims with pointy side of hammer in his fucking head. Uh-oh. She screams and runs Rips out. Rips her top off. Rips her top straight <laughs> off. She boobs screams, screams and in. she just flashes her boobs. Yeah. Um, she runs to the front, tries to open the door. It's locked. Ms. Burns. Yes. After you've opened your top and flung your <laughs> boobs about, clearly, I just smush them up against the door and rub them <laughs> <him> around.
2: <laughs>
1: what do you do? What does she do?
2: Okay. What kind of door are we talking? It's like glass. So doors?
1: it's like a glass storefront door. Okay. But it's like, you know, they're locked from the inside. Right. That you would probably go out a back door to to leave. Right, what right, I mean? right, right, So, like, she probably just doesn't have the keys, like, on her
2: right then. Right, because Mr. Sims locked has the door because he was like, damn to get wasted. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I think she's going to run to the other door. I guess she has to go... I'm assuming it's in the storeroom area or something like out that Probably. way. I'm going to grab a big giant thing like a chair or something that's around and fucking smash through the doors and mm. rip out tits of flying.
1: <laughs> Perfect. What is <did> he
2: <laughs> I am going to get the fuck out asap. Um cuz someone's got a hammer in their head. Right? <laughs> Someone has a fucking hammer an in accidental their head. dental hammer. No accident. You
1: didn't. You didn't fall into the no, hammer pointy side not. up.
2: <laughs> so, um, she is going to. Um, is she gonna go? Hmm, maybe she's gonna go back to mr sims and try to get his keys out of his pocket uh she's very drunk though that seems like a Mm. okay i think she's just gonna run to wherever the other doorway is
1: one point for you break them doors bitch like just get the fuck out uh she has the beginnings of a smart idea uh billy santa hasn't come out yet right. so she runs to the rotary phone to dial 911
2: oh, Okay I considered that but I'm just like you didn't know where a phone someone was got murdered, someone like... got murdered
1: like let me get the fuck out of here yeah. yeah so she tries to call and I think she gets through because I think I hear her like talking to someone but it's pretty chaotic I couldn't tell if she was like talking to herself in a state of panic or if she had connected because I'm also like it's a rotary phone it takes 25 minutes for the nine to go all the way around right so Billy at that point comes over uh like we see that he grabs an axe from like the fire safety axe station and axes the table like right in front of her she drops the phone she's stunned and takes about Three too many beats before she runs, but she runs nonetheless
2: because she needs to unbutton her shirt. Real she quick. needs to unbutton her shirt real quick,
1: and it's a sweater. There's no buttons, she, just, she had to rip. Oh, you yeah. know, and it was a really well-made sweater because it was the '70s where people were meant to keep things. It wasn't just this sort of like you know, right. trash fashion type of thing that we're living in right now. So it was really hard to rip open, and she and then she's got a bra which is a back clasp, and oh. then it's, you know, it was really tough it's to get like those three boobs beats out there. right.
2: Yeah. So three full beats, three before full she could run away. Tits of
1: lion. Tits of lion. So now Billy is stalking her through the store. So it's like he's axe drawn, kind of like creeping through the aisles, trying to figure out where she's hiding. And he's saying to himself, t'was the night before Christmas Uh, and all through the house. Look, I'm just going to say it. I think Billy lost his mind a little bit. He lost his goddamn mind for sure. Then he sees the little Christmas hat that she was wearing through the shelves and Mm -hmm. realizes she's hiding on the other side. Right. So he sneaks around the shelf, axe drawn, and THWACK! It was a tower of boxes with her goddamn hat on it. Smart. Yeah, so he's like, "Whoa!" All of a sudden, a whole bunch of boxes fall on him because she'd been hiding behind some boxes. He falls over... And drops his axe. Ms. Burns. Job, what do you do?
2: And what does that fucking axe ax- and okay. stab forever? Okay. And what does she do? She. I'm going to say she grabs the axe but runs away. Yes.
1: You already have probable cause that it, this was self-defense. There's three fucking dead bodies in the stock room. So stab forever. Stab forever. Just, just fucking axe his balls off. Like, Goodbye. Just do this. Goodbye. Um, she don't axe me no question. Don't. <laughs> Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> Bye. So she grabs the axe. I was on such a roll today. I don't know had to just keep going for yeah, it. Yeah. It ruined it. I
2: reached my limit.
1: So She runs. And she goes to axe through the window, through Great, the door. good job. Okay. Except we then hear Billy yell, stop! And she does. Why? Yeah. Uh-huh. Turns around. Billy has a bow and arrow drawn at her. Okay. I wrote, what kind of toy store is this? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we it's selling the actual 80s. arrow pointy bows and arrows gotta at this get your toy store in. gotta get your archery in because he shoots and it stabs her through the abdomen damn okay. and then so she's dead so now we have four dead bodies in the toy store
2: We've got four dead bodies stock room and boobs yeah
1: exactly Just trying to keep track yeah um she never sent her boobs a flinging but he definitely stabbed right through them wow you know
2: shocking that's shocking i can't believe a woman was on screen without her boobs
1: yeah well you know she was older and we know that once you hit a certain age you're worthless true so your boobs are no longer her boobs weren't worthy right i see so then we see billy hand unlock the door and leave and then it's just shots of all the creepy toys and dead bodies in the toy store yeesh now here comes nice nun. Hello? Hello? Ah! <laughs> Just freaking out. Like this, Whoops. I may have made a boopsy boo-boo. <laughs> now we cut to carolers singing. And we cut to inside of the house that they're singing outside of. And two teenagers are trying to fuck on a pool table. The boy turns up the radio to drown out the carolers, and then we get our Countum Sammys fourth pair of boobs. Wow! Um, little girl, uh, then so they're making out, laying on the pool table, boobs are flying. Little girl comes to the top of the stairs, so she like can't see them, but she's at the top of the stairs, and she's like, "Babysitter, um, when's I want to stay up for Santa?" And so like. Girl babysitter is like Uh no don't don't come down here (laughs) Uh you're You're being naughty If you don't get to bed If you don't get to bed Santa won't come And then her boyfriend goes he's not the only One Right bazinga (laughs) So the little girl goes Back upstairs And the boy then says two balls In the corner pocket and I was like can you Just leave (laughs) can you just (laughs) please get out (laughs) I need you to leave (laughs) I need you to leave. (laughs) So they start making out again. And babysitter hears bells jingling. And she's like, oh, I got to go. I got to go let the cat in. So he's like, what? She's like, I have to go upstairs and let the cat in. He has like a little bell on his collar. And when I hear it, like I have to go let him in.
2: I have to go upstairs.
3: Upstairs.
1: They're in like the rec room, like the pool. Oh, they're in like the basement. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... She puts on her winter Daisy Dukes, makes a point to put her winter Daisy Duke shorts on. I don't
2: know what you mean by sh-
1: Like short shorts? They're short shorts. And it is snow outside. Oh. <laughs> but no shirt. Just Daisy oh. Dukes, boobs a flying. Oh, gosh. Once the boobs are out, they never they go, never back, go in in back in in this movie. She goes back up to the front door, opens it wi- wide for the w- just. Come here little kitty cat, <laughs> boobs out everywhere she's in the dead of winter calling for the cat, just bearing her boobs for the world to see just like we all do in the snow. She's a
2: liberated woman. So, I'm with her.
1: That yeah. So then uh she's looking out the door. Here comes Billy Santa with an axe and he's like punish. She slams the door in his face. Okay. What do you do? What does she do next? Um,
2: I feel like this
3: is. I'll a- give
1: you a clue. She doesn't put a shirt on.
2: <laughs> well, never. I would never, <laughs> no, never even, that. even consider it. That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, I'm going to hold my boobs because that really helps me think. Mm-hmm. I really, that mm-hmm. uh, helps me think. That's a real life thing. <laughs> that, is, that is very true. Um listen. Okay. I think this is a good time to call 911. I'm gonna lock the door. Mm-hmm. I really okay, wait. So we he okay. He came up to So it's like she saw him.
1: Yeah, she so it's like if there's like six stairs uh off to the side of the front door. That, like, you would walk up, and then, like, here's the door. Mm -hmm. So she's, like, looking out the door into the yard, and there's the street. And she's, like, kitty cat. And he's kind of hiding up the stairs, like, to the side of the door. So he, like, comes around, and he's, like, punish!
2: Like that. And she slams the door. Slams the door in his face. Okay. I'm going to close and lock the doors and um, grab some type of a weapon, Mm -hmm. like a knife, all the knives, mm-hmm. all the knives, and um, I think I think this is a good time to call nine one one. Okay, and um, go grab my big big boyfriend.
1: Uh, mm. He's kind of scrawny. Right,
2: well.
3: No
1: judgment. I'm just saying, like,
3: I mean, I'll looks, let him know.
1: Well, yeah, like Maybe she looks like, as well equipped as something's
2: he does. going on outside. Uh, can you grab some weapons can, with can me? You, can
1: you do anything useful?
2: Yeah, yeah. If, could you real quick? take your pants off yeah give so me some dick and balls yeah so that we're and even carry around some weapons right, with right thank you until the police come yeah um together
1: we make an outfit <laughs> right
2: <laughs> i'll wear my daisy dukes you keep your you shirt wear on hurt. you wear your sweater <laughs> yep perfect <laughs> your christmas sweater <laughs> um i she um what does she do i don't know her Did he come with like an axe? He yeah, was, like okay, so he was scary.
1: I mean, yes, and also it's a stranger Santa saying "punish" in your. Doorway. I mean, like scary,
2: regardless, yeah. but like scary and creepo, or scary, yeah, scary creepo with weapon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think she slams the door. She screams, and. Uh, say she calls 911 too
1: that's one and a half points what you did was uh logical and what a sane person would do she does scream the end just okay. screams and waits for him to axe the door down
2: oh oh great
1: uh then she does Run, but straight into like a wall and just kind of stands there. Right, 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 right. right, "Ah!" right, Like boobs out. Right. And he throws the axe and it misses her right there. Right. And then she kind of tries to like run. But Sammy's that was in quotation marks. And he grabs her. Throws her over his shoulder, screaming bloody murder, and I'm like, "Where is the Where boyfriend? Is the boyfriend? Like, there are so many different types of emergency sounds that he's now heard. <laughs> like, just pick one, and uh, he he lifts her over her shoulder, yelling punish, and he then slowly stabs her." Onto the antlers of a taxidermy deer head in the den. And she puts up not much of a fight. Lots of screaming. Lots of boobs. Um, And he strategically placed her so that like her boobs were still just perfectly intact. Uh, but she was impaled on a deer head. And so the moral of that story is one more reason to not hunt and taxidermy innocent, <laughs> sweet go. little animal heads onto your wall. Yeah.
2: Your own fault. Because this is what
1: happens. <laughs> so boyfriend is... Now we cut to boyfriend downstairs and he's playing pool and annoyed.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> then we realized that like he had turned, turned up the, the music. music. Okay, I guess, okay. but... I, yeah yeah um
2: because those darn carolers those
1: darn carol so he he's annoyed like where the fuck is she i'm trying to you know dick some halls here and he's like i'm gonna go upstairs he puts his shirt on to go upstairs great what the fuck (laughs) 80s what the fuck that doesn't even make sense (laughs) so He goes up to the top of the stairs and the cat is there like so scared and it broke my heart. Like he was just like cowering in the corner like meowing like I didn't like what just happened. So boyfriend sees that the door is axed open and he goes into the study but like kind of walks back past her like is looking the opposite direction of where she's right you know hung on the wall and he's like if this is some kind of joke i'm gonna kill her
2: what the fuck what the fuck dude fuck you motherfucker
1: so then he <laughs> turns and sees her shish shish kebobbed on the deer head and screams billy santa then jumps out and jumps the boyfriend The boyfriend like kind of gets away and is pushed aside and grabs a fire poker. Question number whatever. What do you do? What does he do?
3: Uh, (laughs) Why is this (laughs)
1: happening? What is
3: going on?
0: (laughs) Okay. Oh,
2: my headphones.
0: (laughs) <laughs> oh, boy. Wow.
2: What's happening? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> having a real tough time, you guys. Okay. She just had another microphone <laughs> falling on her head situation. Oh, okay. Losing her pen. Oh, losing everything. God. All right. I'm back. So um, uh, he, I mean, I... Hit and stab forever with the fire poker. Okay. What? I don't know what. uh, What does he do? I don't know how that wouldn't be what he does, but it doesn't feel like that's what he does. Because it doesn't feel like this guy's the hero of the movie. (laughs) Surprise! (laughs) Nameless (laughs) Apple (laughs) is the the winner. It seems like he's more likely to die in this (laughs) one. But, like, what else are they going to do with that? We've never been introduced to. All right. I do think he swings at him, but somehow Billy wins. He
3: attacks. Yeah.
1: He is okay. He hits him in the head and he falls over down the stairs. Billy does? Yeah. Okay. And so then, uh, this dude runs to the phone and dials 911. Here's where you win and he doesn't. He didn't hit him forever. forever. Again, He's it's always like stab forever. forever. And again, like if you're worried about the American justice system, there is a woman a hung from deer antlers like it was <laughs> self-defense. Like your your door is axed open. Your cat is terrified. Like,
2: you'll be fine. You're hit forever. <laughs> your cat will testify on your behalf. Yes, of course. <laughs> so, uh, Billy, obviously... Anyone ever tries to attack me, they better watch the fuck out because they're dead. They're dead. They're just dead.
1: Yeah. And I just got you a meat tenderizer for your housewarming gift. She gave me a meat tenderizer for my housewarming gift. Kim is the only person that for whom I would buy a meat tenderizer knowing full well she will never (laughs) use it to tenderize meat. Oh no. No. Ever. (laughs) So Billy obviously wakes up, grabs him as he's calling 911 and pushes him down. And kind of like, you know, there's some scuffling, pushes him up against the tree, and he's just like, punish! And then Billy, who is an equal opportunities kind of dude, rips his shirt open. Okay. And I was like, okay. Like, now I don't feel as angry at you ripping the shirt open of the ladies, because you ripped the gentleman's shirt open, to too. Nipples. He needs to nipples. He needs he loves some nipples. He's gotta get the nipples yeah. for the kill. yeah. So he rips a shirt open and then throws him out the window through the glass. And we see boyfriend laying in the yard with a giant shard of glass Oof. through his entire abdomen and forehead. Owies. So then we hear in the house, Santa. <gasps> oh, no. I forgot about babysitter being yeah girl yeah <laughs> so then it's little girl she was babysitting and she doesn't give a shit about the state of the house she just sees santa, santa and she's like exciting. where my present bitch and billy turns slowly towards her and says have you been good or have you been naughty this little girl is smart because she says good <laughs> right on and he's like you haven't done anything naughty And we see that he's going for a box cutter in his, like, side pocket. And she's like, nope, I'm awesome. (laughs) And for you, girl. Yeah. She's like, I'm no fool. (laughs) So he hands her the box cutter full of blood. And she's like, thank you. Interesting. She's confused. He smiles, walks away with an ax out the broken door. And then we hear the little girl calling for her babysitter. And I'm like, she's too old to not get what's happening. (laughs) Like, she's like eight. okay, And like, things look in disarray. Like, she knows that Santa doesn't take an axe to your front door, that he comes down the chimney and leaves very little evidence behind. So something is already amiss, even in the lore of childhood fantasy.
2: Yeah, but I think in that you call for your babysitter, that is the first instinct.
1: I hear you. She just hasn't seen a
2: dead person yet. So she's like... "Um, She hasn't
1: seen a dead person yet. You're right. Andrea? You're right. Yeah, Andrea. (laughs) I wonder what her name is. Um, Cut to two cops in a car saying how funny it is that they have to go pick up Santa on Christmas Eve. So it's not clear, but one of the 911 calls went through. Like either Mrs. Sims' assistant... Perhaps the nun maybe right, called right. when she got there, you know, something. So there are two cops, or maybe multiple ones got through because they're like, there's a Santa going around killing people. So they pull up to a house because they see a Santa climbing up a ladder and into the window of the second floor of a house. So they fucking bust into the front door and there's like a mom sitting on the couch like Wah! and they run upstairs and there's Santa standing over a little girl's bed about to freeze. Santa turns. Little girl wakes up and she's like, dad? <laughs> and it's just like some dad in a Santa suit trying to be like, like a cute dad. Merry Christmas. Right. And the cops are like, ah, Christmas shenanigans (laughs) now we cut to Billy Santa walking down a dark street and he hears sirens coming up behind him so he hides in the brush looks very similar to like the brush he hid in as a child and he waits till they pass and then he continues going in the same direction that the car was driving now we cut to two teenagers sledding at night, I wrote, question mark, question mark, down a hill with lots of trees. So already my sort of safety is <laughs> the sirens are going off.
2: I mean, we did go sledding like into cars. Again. On lunch chase. Our childhoods
1: were different.
2: No, oh, you and I as college no, students. No, but there, there were not like, it wasn't like
1: through a dense forest where, like, you could easily just run straight smack into a fucking tree. There was I nothing else around.
2: if we would have if there were trees.
1: I would have put up a bit of a protest. I don't think you would have. It's true. I was drunk. I wouldn't have. Anyway.
2: <laughs> you were it's... way more fun back then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so old.
1: Okay. So two teenagers. And the teenager number one is like, look at this hill. Virgin. Meaning, like, virgin snow. And the other teenagers, like the only kind you'll ever get. I was like, <laughs> okay. So this kid will only fuck virgins? Or, <laughs> yeah. like, he's a, like, what do you, didn't deliver? See yourself out, sir. <laughs> so kid one sits down on the sled and hesitates. And kid number two is like, you afraid? And then other lame put downs. And kid number one tells kid number two, he's like, no, I just feel like someone's watching and he's like like santa's elves that's just your imagination if you had one what the fuck he's is like this kid? the worst putter downer ever <laughs> like i don't know how he got to bully status with these lame put downs so then all of a sudden two older dudes pop out from behind a tree and they're like we're taking your sleds And they're supposed to be like older kids, but they were approximately 30 each. Right. And kid two is like, oh, yeah, you're going to steal our sleds. I want to grow up to be just like you. Ugly and stupid. Burn. I'm like, you want to grow up to be ugly and stupid? Why? Why do you want to grow up to be that? So they punch him in the stomach. And they tell kid number one and two to like run away. And then the 30-something-year-old children are like, we got sleds now! <laughs> so then uh, 30-year-old dick number two is like, get like sits on the sled. And he's like, what if I hit a tree? And 30-year-old dick number one is like, just go! And so uh, 30-year-old dick number two starts heading down. And he's like, Yeah! Cool. Now the other guy gets on the sled and out jumps Billy Santa from behind a tree as he's sledding down. Now we see the first kid who was already down there. He's like, Here he comes. Huh? <laughs> and sees that there's a body on a sled without a head. And he's oh like, Oh my God. Wah! And then the head comes tumbling after. Oof. And he just stands there and screams, uh, <laughs> I didn't ask a question for that because I was like, "I don't know, you're sledding, and then uh headless kid come I don't know like I, no, was I like, think
2: that's the appropriate reaction to stand there and, and scream, scream forever, yeah, you just scream forever, Yeah. he was like,, yeah. Ah, yeah,
1: and like at no like you couldn't have see, you couldn't have possibly seen that he that a murder rampaging Santa was gonna chop your head off, so it's uh so now we cut to a police station and a detective is walking up and sees that nice nun is asleep on a bench and he wakes her up at this moment i don't know why i wrote this but at this moment i was like where is ricky the little brother like i didn't understand like why he wasn't really like coming into the equation at all so but anyway
3: because
2: if billy is like 18 is that what we're thinking yeah so he's still in the orphanage i guess
1: yeah so i just it yeah so sister wakes up and she's like any news and the detective is like all bad sister (laughs) three more murders last night and he's like sand has been avoiding my men all night he's not stupid and nice nun goes no he's not stupid when you understand what he's gone through and then detective says well, I don't know, maybe we could predict his next move if we know what he's gone through. And then Nice Nun says, oh my lord, Kim, <laughs> what is Billy's next move?
2: Let's see. Um, He is going to punish the Naughties, which um, the only thing I can think of is he is going to. I have one idea. I'm just trying to think out if there's any other options. Mm-hmm. But I'll just go with my gut. Um, I'm going to say he's heading towards uh, Mother Soup to punish her. Yep. Good.
1: He's headed to the orphanage. So cut to orphanage. All the kids are opening their presents. So at this point, it's Christmas Day. Yeah. So uh, opening their presents. And then we see like one little girl has like kind of wandered into like the office where the phone is. And she's like holding the phone up to like her doll's ear. (laughs) And then just is like talking into the phone. I'm thank you, Santa, for me. I'm a doll and I'm blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And then rather than hanging up the phone, Mm. she just puts it down. Mm. So now we see that it's off the hook. Cut to uh, the police station where the detective is like trying to call the orphanage and the line's busy. Right. Cut to cops all over being rerouted to like all head to the orphanage. And we're in the car of like clearly the cop that's the closest because we see him like make a U-turn. So now we cut to the orphans and they're all going outside. To play and they're all playing outside and then we see santa crossing the street
3: mm-hmm.
1: towards the children the kids see santa walking up
2: love santa and are like
1: yay we got to thank him personally for our presence here comes cop that made the u-turn approaching the orphanage he sees the kids he sees Santa, walking towards them, Mm -hmm. gets out of the car, aims to shoot and says, freeze! Santa doesn't freeze. He just lunges towards a kid. Officer, shoot Santa! Another nun comes out, shoos all the kids inside. Cop approaches the body. Now we're with nice nun and detective, and they're in the car, and they hear over the radio, a man dressed as Santa was shot and killed, And they're like, oh, we got him. Uh, Approximately 50 year old man, blah, Mm. blah, blah, this many pounds. And it's an old man. And nice nun is like, oh, my God, that's fucking father. Who's What? he dresses up as Santa Santa. for the kids. And she's like, he didn't freeze when the cop said freeze because he's fucking deaf. And I'm like, well, then how the fuck was he listening to the kids present wishes? (laughs) That's what I want to know. Can't even fucking hear them asking for a goddamn easy bake oven. OK, so <laughs> um, the detective tells the cop that was there, he's like, stay there because Billy is still on the way, says nice nun. Who's with me? Cop on the scene is talking to mom soup. Mom soup is now in a wheelchair and she's given this cop a real talking to. And uh, the cop tells Mom Soup to not let anyone in that she doesn't recognize. Uh, And he starts casing the perimeter of the orphanage. Cut to the kids and the nuns waiting in, like, the living room of the orphanage. And Mom Soup tells Ricky Hmm. to get her pitch pipe. And so he brings her pitch pipe over. And she says to, like, another nun, like, oh, he's such a good boy. Nothing like his brother. And Ricky brings the pitch pipe over. She blows a pitch and all the kids start singing uh, deck the halls or some shit in a totally different pitch than what she blew. But (laughs) neither here nor there. So now we cut back to the cop casing the joint. And we see as the audience like a door kind of slightly ajar that's like kind of blowing in the Mm -hmm. wind. He doesn't see it. And he's trying other doors and they're all locked. He then sees the door that we saw ajar. And it appears to be like a shed. And so he starts walking over to it with his gun mildly drawn. Uh, You know, clearly not fully understanding that this is an emergency. The door blows open from the wind. We look and we see that through the door is stairs down to a gross creepy underground what do you do what does he do
2: you're a cop but i still want to stay alive yeah Um, i would
1: imagine most cops would prefer being alive that's
2: true um i am going to close and lock that door and wait for backup
1: okay what does he do
2: I think he goes down.
1: You were fucking Christmas killing it, Miss Burns. Ooh. happy birthday to you! So yeah, <laughs> he goes into the underground, rickety old chamber of sorts, and I wrote septic system, water tank, well. Like, like what just, is this? It's just <laughs> yeah. old, dingy place. Not sure, but a lot of a lot of places for people to hide, and it's like dark, and I just felt like I wanted his like gun, like. Confidently drawn, like I wanted some fucking molder and scully type <laughs> going around corners, and he just seemed a little too lackadaisical about it, right? So, um, looking around, I wrote gun only drawn sometimes, nothing. So, he heads back up the stairs and he kind of stands at the threshold of the door, looking out over the orphanage grounds, <gasps> Punish he of course is axed in the chest Oof. at the top of the stairs and topples
2: down right, right we could right, have seen right. this coming. yeah i mean i did back to the singing babes oh La fall a la la deck the halls and
1: shit <laughs> i don't know why i couldn't come up with a christmas carol just then <laughs> and instead came up with all of them so Then we cut to a snowman. And shit is my favorite one. (laughs) Yeah. I love that Christmas shit. So then we cut to a snowman outside and we just see like a bloody axe and Billy wielding the axe, cutting off the head of the snowman. Yeah. Then we cut to a little boy singing Deck the Halls and shit and he looks out the door window and he sees Santa coming to the door, waving at him. And so the little boy, like, runs to let him in. Because remember, the cop said, don't let anyone in that you don't recognize.
2: But you know Santa.
1: Yeah. One important thing to say is, like, Billy has had, like, the beard pulled down under his chin. So you can, like, very clearly see his face as opposed to it being, like, under his nose. And so the little kid lets him in. Mother Superior is in a wheelchair. So, like, she can't get around, like, to run to him. So the little kid lets him in and Billy walks in the door with the little kid and his hand around his shoulders. And the other another little girl is like, Mom Soup, it's Santa. And Mom Soup just starts saying, there is no Santa Claus over and over, like staring straight at Billy. There is no Santa Claus. Billy draws his axe punish and brings it down shot in the back (gasps) right as he's about to kill mom soup cop and nice nun come in the door behind him bang bang shoot in the in the back Hmm. he falls to the ground grabs mother's mom soup's arm and nice nun comes over as he's dying and billy says you're safe now. Santa is
3: gone.
1: And he dies. Mm. Then the camera is on Little Ricky, his brother. Uh oh! Little Ricky slowly and angrily turns to Mom Soup and says,
2: Naughty. <gasps> The end (laughs) That was so
1: fun It was so silly And so fun (laughs) And so many unnecessary (laughs)
3: boobs
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh 80s Got my points Okay Hey, Sammies. Can't get enough of us? God, you're so greedy. Jeez. Come join us over at our Patreon where we have tons more
2: Kim and Kat for you. Yeah, come get some bone cat. That's bonus content. (laughs) We've got t-shirts. We've got videos with research and fun shit. What else we got? We've got home games so you can play along. Exclusive poll voting things. (laughs) And we have exclusive (laughs) content that you can't get anywhere else. So join us and become an official Sammy at our website, ww.kim You can find Patreon in any of our links on social media at KKSAM Podcast, or just go straight to patreon.com. Search for us there.
0: We'd love to have you.
2: Can't wait to see you, Sammys. Bye bye!
1: Happy birthday to you, Ms. Burns, because I think this was your highest motherfucking percentage score ever. Oh, my God. First of all, bitch. You got 8 out of 10 dead or alive. <laughs> Yay! And then you got 12.5 out of 15 on the question. Holy shit! Which brings you to 20.5 out of 25.
2: Oh my god!
1: Oh, I told please. you! This Shitballs. is my
2: best year yet! It's, that <laughs> is impressive. <laughs> Woo, I'm just gonna rip my shirt off and run around! Hey! hey boobs tits up, tits Um... <laughs>
1: Yeah. So that was, that was great. And there are literally, I think five sequels (laughs) and I saw, so this was, this was really hard to find. I was, oh oh my God, it was so hard to find. So like I obviously try shutter first. It's wasn't on shutter, but part two through five were on shutter. Then I tried Amazon and it's there and it was like this title is temporarily not available. Oh, no. So then I tried YouTube and it was just the trailer over and over again. Then I tried Vudu, which it says it's on, but I couldn't get it on my TV app. I had so I had to watch it on my computer for three ninety nine from Vudu. Uh with like a split screen of like me typing and the movie right (laughs) next to it but it took me like 40 minutes to find it it was so weird which is strange because I like this is a staple (laughs) Christmas time title yeah it's weird so anyway if anyone's trying to watch it that's that's how I found it I'm wondering if maybe like the Amazon, like this title is not available right now. Like maybe there was an issue or something. Yeah, it's been like
2: that day or something. But yeah,
1: so that was wow, that Silent was so Night. fun.
2: Thank you to our patrons for yeah, picking this. I
1: know it was great. Um, and we have some. Uh, major postmortems that I want to do for this. Actually, I think it's just everyone's Catholic school experience that I want to know about. So (laughs) if you want to let us know about your Catholic school experience and things about nuns and shit, uh, do that and then join our Patreon so you can watch it. So, um, I guess that's it. So
2: yeah. Um, you can email us at KK Sam podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on social media at KK Sam podcast. And, Uh, um, you can join our Patreon by clicking on the link from our website and happy birthday, burns Thank you so much. And thank you to all the Sammies that wished me happy birthday. Yes. I appreciate it. This has been Kim and Kat's Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week, stay, stay alive. alive.
1: Put a ghost in me. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>